Welcome back to another episode of Let's Chat Podcast, y'all. I am your host, Jojo. And I'm Daira. That's the last ooh of the year, y'all. <laughs> I really hate to inform you guys that this is looking like it's the last episode of Let's Chat. Um, You're you a laughing? fucking liar. <laughs> I mean, it is the last episode of Let's Chat <laughs> for the year. For 2022 or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyway, y'all, I hope you guys are enjoying your holidays and, you know, you're getting all the gifts that you wanted and mm-hmm. you're eating all the great food that you don't get to eat year round, you know. Enjoy all that because come January 1st, you know, y'all all manifesting and, you know, caught up in the whole my New Year's resolution is to... Mm-hmm. Everybody going to be in the gym like they, like it's their first time, well... It is always our first time, yeah. But uh, it's just annoying sometimes, though, because then it's like, woo, that shit is packed. You can't really enjoy it. Does your family do any, like, um, traditions for, like, the New Year's? No. Nah. My family does this thing where they eat 12 grapes at 12. You said this, and I, I've never Girl, heard of you this. You better eat your grapes before you <laughs> choke. Um, so that's what we're doing on New Year's? Yeah. <laughs> It's supposed to have something to do with, um, like, 12 grapes for, obviously, 12 months. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really know what... Let me see. Actually, I really didn't know that that was a thing. And she keeps, like, telling me, like, oh, mm-hmm. this is what we do. And for the first time in two years, yeah. in the very first... What is this? The third holiday now, mm-hmm. me and her, and i finally going to spend New Year's with her. Well, I spent last New Year's with her, but we was, like... Sick, but not sick. We didn't really do anything. It says that the 12 grapes tradition comes from Spain, where it is called Las Doce Uvas de la Suerte, which means the 12 lucky grapes to ensure good luck for the next year. People eat one grape for each of the upcoming 12 months. Wow. So my family is like a big fan of that. I've also heard that some people... Like, wear, like, red panties or, like, green panties. And it's supposed to, like, signify... Significant... Um, signify? Signify money. Like, you, you you want money in the new year. And then there's another tradition where you go around the block in your suitcase. And that one, <laughs> I, I was I've like, heard that yeah, one. that's too much. But, like, I don't know. That's, yeah. like, those, uh... What do you call them? Um, I don't remember. Well, superstitious. Yes, that's like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> where people just do things because they're like, "Nah, we gotta do it." Like, it's really gonna, it's really gonna bring the luck in the in the new year. I I found it. So it says that the tradition says that walking your empty suitcase around the block will guarantee a year filled with travel and new experiences. The tradition is popular in other Latin American countries and is perfect for all you wanderlusters. I'm getting my suitcase right now. I'm getting my suitcase right now. <laughs> oh, Lord. I'm here for all the travels. Uh-huh. And I feel like we didn't do that much this year. Yeah. I don't know. We did I, a lot. I, yeah. I hate to compare, like, how we did in the in the beginning. Like, when me and her first got together, even, like, it was kind of, like, still COVID, post-COVID. Mm-hmm. But in that first year mm-hmm. that we were together, we did so much. Yeah. Like, Typical we were always... 
relax nah eh, yeah i guess we we were always in the city we like took hella trips that year we went to cancun jamaica. right we did mexico yep jamaica we did a cruise Hawaii. to um oh, yeah. a cruise to the bahamas yeah we did a lot so yeah i don't know i we, mean but we just did this mini getaway yeah we still we still do little things here and there. We try to do like the local things or like things that are drive driving distance um throughout the year and then mm-hmm. we'll pick somewhere to like fly and go away to. Like technically this year we did Hawaii for Valentine's Day, which was actually a gift from last Christmas. And yeah. that was kind of like our main big um trip. Mm-hmm. Other than we did Costa Rica for our birthday. Mm-hmm. We really like to travel and I yeah. love that. For gifts. That's what I like to do, like traveling stuff, like uh, an experience rather mm. than like an actual gift. Because like you have everything. Yeah, I literally haven't had not that you have everything for nothing. Because you you don't buy like I don't know like you're not like the type of person that has to have the latest sneakers, has to have the latest everything. Like I feel like you you're pretty good with that. Um, but I feel like for the most part, you have the basics. My shoe game week. <laughs> it is not weak. <laughs> I would love to have a wall full of sneakers and mm-hmm. definitely some fire ass fitted. Mm-hmm. But the way that the price is set up for those things, Bro. I just can't. I can't because I feel like if and I'm going to spend that much money, I'm going to go do something. The same thing with like gambling. I'm not going to gamble my money when I can go gamble that shit right. in a club somewhere having a great time. I'm not going to have a great time gambling. Yeah. And shoes. Shoes are going to get fucked up. You have no, to be very like, particular how you take care me, of them. Like, it, what bothers me about shoes is like I'll spend like $100, $120 I'm on shoes. I'm not going over $200, yeah, $300. over 200 not going over that. And I'm not fighting y'all. Like... like the fact that sneakers are such like uh like everyone wants them so when you try to go on the website and get it for retail price you can't because people have found a way to like for some reason have these bots like buy all these sneakers i've gotten lucky with it um but it's so hard for most people to like get some sneakers retail price and i'm not about to buy the same sneakers from go and from all these other apps when I could have gotten it for retail price. Like, I yeah. just feel like, all right, I guess I lost my chance. Mm-hmm. Not going to buy it. And I feel like I have a size that everyone has. So, they make it even more expensive. Like Very common. It's just crazy. Anyway, so, <laughs> we stay ranting. Um, yeah. So, this episode, obviously, well, it's the end of the year, y'all. So, we just want to do a recap on our 2020, you know. In the beginning of this year literally um january what when did we start we started started the the last week of january okay which was um damn i should have brought out our vision boards they all the way over there january 31st no 24th okay so it wasn't the last week or whatever one day we sat down did a vision board together and it's crazy because I, I had never done a vision board. I've heard about it and all those things, but I had never actually done one myself. Um, and she's kind of a person who's like super big on like just writing down, um, you know, new year's resolutions or like new year goals. And mm-hmm. 
the first time we did it, I did it in my notes. Cool, whatever. Did some things. But this year we made a vision board, try to get a little bit more creative in creating a like visual, you know, idea of what we really wanted. And I think we've completed yeah, for the most you know, a, a fairly a good majority of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, one of the main things was the podcast. Yeah, we were like, all right, let's just stop fucking around. I hopped on Amazon. I bought the two mics, and initially, it's so funny because these aren't even the original mics. If you go, <laughs> if you go back to the very beginning of our um, podcast and you see the very first video. You'll see I had one mic and then I had a whole nother completely different mic. It was a snowball, I believe it was called. And it just was not giving. I didn't even have the stand at the time. Like it was like we were trying to do it little by little, but little wasn't giving. So I ended up having to like, fuck it. Let me get the stands. Let me exchange that mic, get two of the same mics. And it was just like, you know, good fun from there. Yeah, I remember. I feel like I I didn't have any expectations. Like, I was just like, oh, you want to do a podcast? Okay, let's do a podcast. Like, I did, you know me, I love doing research. I did no research. I didn't look at how other people were doing their podcasts. I was, I, we literally just sat, sat down and just recorded. There was no agenda. There was no segments. There was nothing. It was just like, Zero. okay, we're going to sit here and talk. Um, Believe it or not, that's a lot harder than it sounds. It, yeah, it, it is. is. It is a lot harder. But I feel like over time we learned. Yeah. Slowly, like little by little we learned. And I started doing more research. I started listening to other podcasts. I started getting a feel for it. Mm-hmm. Um, not saying that you got to go out and do all of that. But yeah, I would have never expected it to get to this what did you even expect though, I, when I was like i want to no, do a podcast i truly had no expectations i was just like okay let's do a podcast like i don't know like it was just like i was in a stage of my life where i was like we're just trying new things whatever goes goes i had no job because i was laid off so i was just like let's do it then like what's what, what's the problem like not that i put my life on the internet like that but it was like we would post videos on tiktok and things like that mm-hmm. so i was just like oh let's just Let's just do this. So, like, how do you feel about it now? First of all, before we get into how you feel about it. So, when we created this podcast, I had presented to her, like, you know, as I've said before, and I'll say again, it was just a sense of representation. I felt like we didn't have that. I felt like in my personal experience of growing up, yes, we had YouTube in that time as well. And YouTube was really, really popping. It was it was still, like, new and fresh. So, um, to come up was a little hard, but people were doing it. And to find um, content creators or influencers that were, you know, a part of the LGBTQ plus community was very slim. Um, for example, we had Amber's Closet for forever. Um, it used to, I'm not going to lie, it, it also was the lack of representation in like people of color. Um, so I did used to follow, well, watch a lot of um Mm-hmm. influencers that were white uh shannon being one of them i don't remember her last name um back when she was dating her best friend type shit and then she got with the cami girl and fletcher and all that um and that was kind of like the representation that i kind of grew up on and then you know as i got older i realized like and mostly i think my traveling um kind of had a 
had something to do with it. You know, it just showed me like from being in Cali and other places that has so much of that. LGBTQ community. Yes, that space is just like, wow, like it really sucks for the areas who don't have those spaces to run to and look look for. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like, you know, why, what the fuck would it hurt for me to sit here and create this platform, you know? Yeah. If if I, I know that if I sat there and I was watching people, I know that there would be people who would listen and, you know, appreciate the information that we put out and the personal experiences that we share mm-hmm. um, as being a part of that community. Yeah. So that was like the main purpose for me was just to give people, you know, that shoulder to lean on and that hand to lend um, and just give them a little bit of insight, mm-hmm. you know, into my life as being a part of, you know, being a, a Puerto Rican in the gay community or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was my purpose when I explained it to her initially. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I agree. I mean it's so annoying but like you don't see a lot of latinas lgbtq creators online and when you do they're like couples who do pranks on each other's nothing wrong with the pranks they're funny sometimes sometimes they're predictable (laughs) um but it was like you don't really get much out of that Mm -hmm. you get a quick laugh and some entertainment but it wasn't like anything more yeah um and i feel like that's what you see a lot on youtube even now still still to this day like they're not sitting down and having conversation it's more of like a let me prank you or this is a vlog of what we did or it's very uh ready with us or very coupley and we went on vacation type shit and people love that and i love that too i think it's cute and i mean we we post content like that as well but it wasn't more than that and when it was, it was like kind of like how they met, mm-hmm. um, or maybe their coming out story. Um, but like you said, I think Amber's closet is one person who goes into like these type of topics that we go into. Yeah. Um, and I feel like the combination between me and you works because I feel like you're more like of an inter- entertainment type of person. I told you that I'm more of like an education type of person. Um. So yeah. Yeah, I was telling her the other day how I feel like I'm just not, like, I don't articulate that very well, the things that I'm trying to say and, you know, share on the pod. And I told her, like, you know, she just does a better job at explaining her thoughts and, you know, relaying really good information. I I don't know. I told you that I disagree with that. Yeah. Mm. Sometimes that's just how I feel. I mean, I think we we both have our own style mm-hmm. of how we communicate, how we relay information, and I'm sure when I talk, people don't really grasp it as much as when you talk, mm-hmm. and vice versa. Yeah. So I feel like I love when people can relate, and and people um like if I'm listening to another podcast, I love um when there's like a, a host and a co-host that agree with some things, but I feel like when they agree with everything it makes it boring yeah and i feel like sometimes we have like (laughs) disagreements and i'm like yeah that's what i want to know like i i want like i want more of that i want i want to learn more about like how you think and things like that yeah i actually feel like we do that often 
shit, even in the last episode when we were talking about a family meeting situation yeah. and it mm-hmm. was just like a, you know, we have different opinions and that's mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, I think we do a good job showing, or at least somewhat of a good job showing that, you know, we can have those differences of opinion mm-hmm. and talk about it without getting like crazy. You know? Yeah, right. Um. I'm sure for some people it's still crazy though. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, I've learned a lot and I feel like I still cringe a little bit when I he- hear things. Like when I see some old videos like going on, getting viral, or like I just see a video of me, I'm just like, uh, like <laughs> my voice sometimes is so annoying. And sometimes I feel like this is also a learning process for us because we get to do research for the podcast. Yeah. We'll listen back to a podcast and be like, damn, like I say like like I'll listen back to a podcast and I'll be like, I say like too much. Mm-hmm. Um I say um Say um so much. Ums, I ums. <laughs> girl like Yo, all the time. It's, it's the ums, the likes and the I think. I say I think a lot. I fucking say I think fine. a lot. And I'm just like, all right. But likes and ums need to be replaced with a pause that's what i've yeah. learned mm-hmm. but it's we're still gonna be working with that that's not just gonna come like we're not public speakers we're not yeah miss professor over here it's we're regular people that's why i'll be telling her she sounds a, like way more um sophisticated <laughs> or like professional than i than i do i just be talking off the fucking wall like i no. don't know but um, it's crazy because I'm also thinking about how like the very first time we recorded was when we were living in the apartment at the time and we didn't have a setup. No we setup. just had the couch at the time. So we recorded on the couch. And if you look, I don't even think that's how we did the first one. But if you no, it if was you see the ki- second one, the kitchen chair and then the- it was a kitchen chair and a, and, yep, and a computer chair. That's how we did the first one. But the second one we did. When we did it with our with our first guest, yeah. we did it on the sofa. Mm-hmm. But I remember that's the second time that we recorded because the very first time we tried to record, it was weird. We did it on the couch and we were recording and audio recording and trying to use a mic. And it was so weird. We didn't know how to open. We didn't even it was just like it's such a different energy or like vibe when you when you put on the camera and mm-hmm. it's recording. And it's like you have to say her and you're like, well, let's talk. Like we, yeah. we, we talk all the time. Why would it be so hard? Yeah. And we literally looked at each other and was like, <laughs> I don't know what to say. Like, And then I was low-key embarrassed to even talk in front of her or to yeah. like sit in no, front but of a I, camera. I think you did good. Like I feel like I, I'll listen back to another episode and I, I'm the type of person I get right to the point. <laughs> I'm not yeah. gonna. T- I'm not gonna tell you what happened. I don't do no story time, and I feel like you do a good job at telling like the story. Yeah, and I just tell you exactly what happened. What what the question was, and oh, that's yeah. all I'm giving you. Well, um, because I, I'm a very like I need to know the details. Know? Yeah, need I need yeah mm-hmm. because sometimes it it I feel like it's just an easier way for me to understand and relate. Like oh shit, that kind of sounds like something that I went through or something I almost went through or a friend went mm-hmm. through, you know? So I think that's why uh, I, I over explain, you know, explain things. It's not that I'm trying to talk. It's just 
sometimes people need elaboration is what it is. You also get that from your parents because they talk a lot. They talk a shit ton. They do. <laughs> but I don't think that. parents don't. I don't even think that it's because I get like my brother talks a lot. Yeah, I'll talk they a lot. Get, they do get it. But mm-hmm. because I don't do well with awkward silence. And I don't no, no. once I stop talking, that's it. It's over. It's a wrap. I'm done talking. I can't re, I can't bring bring it back up to talk. And it's already, I feel like, hard yeah. for me to talk. I'm so okay with awkward silences. Like no. I don't know why people feel the need to fill the gaps. I feel like it gives people some time to like articulate their thoughts and and speak like I feel like if you're always speaking, sometimes you do have to get leave that little gap because that person will talk. That's why I can't do small. But talk. I've learned that from previous jobs because I used to have to meet with students and we had to have a one-on-one meeting mm-hmm. for thirty minutes. So and then I'm like, what? What are we gonna talk about for thirty minutes? Yeah. So I'll leave gaps in there. But I'm like, yeah, we're here for another fifteen <laughs> minutes. So. I don't know. What's Not that on? I can't do silence. Mm-hmm. I'm, I can. I can shut the fuck up. Really, I promise. Like, mm-hmm. I can sit in silence. I don't. I don't because I also don't like the idea of like approaching people and starting small talk. Yeah. So I feel like I can sit in silence. It's just. At least with this, I mean, not in a podcast. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. With the podcast, I feel like I can't leave too much silence because I lose focus. Mm. If I stop talking, I'm just like, fuck, what was I even talking about? How do I redeem myself and bring it back and get back into the conversation without having to do a mean ass edit of me cutting the last thing we said, you know? Yeah. So that's really what it is for me. Um, But yeah, the beginning struggles were real. And I think that it's something, like she said, we're still learning hella shit. I think every time we think like, oh my God, it's good. Like the video is good. The audio is good. It's There's something still... that just annoys me. I'm like, oh, that thing in the background. Oh, the sign. Ooh, the, She's changed uh, these pictures. And I'm still going to change them. <laughs> in the, like, probably four or five times already. You can definitely tell the difference in each week's That's fine. video. Every, every video. She's they, paying Tetris. They can come and, and tell me what's different from the last one. But it's also because as we started doing this, we've learned that. Well, the way to make money out of this is to work with brands. Not only are we an LGBTQ couple, but we are a Latina couple. So it's hard for us to get those brand deals. So we needed to we need to watch the way that I guess we present ourselves on social media. As soon as they see something that's inappropriate, quotation marks, they're like, mm, can't work with them. Mm-hmm. And that's what I've le- what we've learned with working with certain content creators and people who we've had on the podcast. Like if brands, for example, if a brand sees that you're always out drinking and taking shots, which is hilarious because we be out. But if they see that too much, they might not be they might not want to work with you. Um if you have like an OnlyFans, they might not want to work with you. So there are certain things that we need to watch out because we're like, damn, like we don't want to get cut off from a brand or just not get those opportunities because of a fucking picture in the background. Yeah. Come on now, like grow up. <laughs> so little things like that that we've been learning. Um, so, yeah. What has been like your favorite episode this year? My favorite episode. It's going to be hard. That is very hard. I can't even remember half the episodes that we did, to be honest. Um, well, this is episode 47, right? <laughs> yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know. I think... Honestly, I got one. Big strap energy. Really? Yes. Yeah, that one was fun. That one was fun. Mm -hmm. And I think like that was a conversation that needed to be had because it it really goes unspoken of. You know, Mm -hmm. nobody really talks about it unless you're in like Mm -hmm. a group of friends who are comfortable with having that conversation and and that has had that experience. Mm -hmm. And those are the ones that have gone viral. Yeah. Every time we talk about straps, they go viral. Um, and people are like, well, maybe you should continue doing that. No, because like I said before, we don't want to just be seen as a lesbian podcast that just talks about straps Yeah. because some girl on TikTok said this podcast, all all they talk about is straps, but it's like, no, that's literally what goes viral. Mm. Um, like we love to work with some brands that sell toys. So if you listen and go ahead and contact us, but at the same time, there's more to us than just sex. And I feel like people look at LGBTQ couples and are like, their first thing is like sex. Like that's their, for some reason, sex is the first thing that pops up on their on their mind. Um, but we want to show people, well, we are more than that. The so funny no. part is, is that we don't control what goes viral. Yeah. So like whatever, you. whatever goes viral, goes viral. I'm, I'm looking through the list of podcasts that we had. Um, trying to figure out if I if there was any other yeah and and of course oh look at that whoa it tells us our top 10 too mm-hmm. which according to the app our top 10 is our coming out process which I think that one episode that's our very yeah that's our very first episode and when I look at it I cringe but at the same time it's cute I'm like oh all like that look at it look at our first time so if you haven't watched it go ahead and start from the beginning yeah there's an annoying sound in the background don't mind yeah it. the audio wasn't that great mm-hmm. and I think I was just talking off the wall but <laughs> uh, our next one is big strap energy which that that was the one for me mm-hmm. uh, number three is let's talk about sex baby that was pretty good that was actually a really good episode um. In number four, there's things I wish I knew about dating women. Wow, I didn't think that one would blow that much. Interesting. Five is queer sex. Six is type of intimacy. Seven is red flags and toxic traits. Eight is attachment styles. So nine (laughs) is preferences and stereotypes. And ten is the baby gaze. Wow. I like the um, preferences and stereotypes. I thought that that was good, too. I feel yeah. like too many people in the, you'd be surprised at how many people really don't even know the labels and the types of mm-hmm. stereotypes. And I also like the red flags and toxic traits. <laughs> Me and Jasmine, we was going Y'all was ham. going ham. We had a whole list. That like, was made for y'all. Yeah. What was your favorite episode? Between, was it those two? Um, it was, yeah, those two. I mean, we've had a lot of guests on the podcast and I still wonder which ones like people really liked. I think that's something we'll have to look through through our analytics but we've had a lot of guests on the podcast so we want to know which guests you want to see in 2023 um because we love to have them back on again and we want to do more in-person ones because to be honest the zoom ones they weren't they were they were not passing the vibe check (laughs) there's just like a delay with zoom number one number two there'll be some technical difficulties like there's Mm -hmm. a lot on the background that you guys don't like see mm-hmm. but it's like the editing process could take a little bit while because of that as well um so it's not our favorite mm-hmm. 
But I guess the job done. Right. You know, we take what we could get. Mm-hmm. So shout out to our Zoom guests, mm-hmm. Jamie, Kenny, yeah. Kristen, uh, Eden yeah. and Jay. Yeah. And we're going to keep doing those, like, yeah. obviously, because we've, we've, like, built some strong friendships as well with yeah. the people who we've had, like, over Zoom. So, so we will have mm-hmm. some people coming back on, mm-hmm. you know, so be ready for the for that shit. Yeah. But going into the new year, who do you want to see on the podcast? What are some guests you would like to have? Wow, that's an interesting question. There are some guests that I've been thinking about. But I definitely want to go big. <laughs> you know me, man. Go big or go, go big home. Or go go home. big or go home. Um I want to see. I think we went. Sorry, I what? think we were pretty big with the people we had this year. Surprisingly. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, I'm saying. But uh, yes, but uh-huh. yes, but yeah, you gotta go big. Yes. Um, I definitely want to see Court and Lex on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a podcast of their own. Their IG is literally Court and Lex, and honestly, they've been through a lot of shit in life that I'm like, a lot of people can relate to that, especially people from our community. Yeah. Um, and they just seem very down to earth. I was shocked that they even followed us back. I was definitely fangirling, like, ooh, guess who followed <laughs> us? Um, but yeah, I'm a big fan of them. Definitely want to get them on the podcast. Um, I love the relationship. I love their family. They have the cutest kids. Mad cute. Um, maybe some other people from like the West Coast. Um, like, I, we just need to go over there because yeah. I still haven't even been to Cali. So I feel like if we ever decide to go on a trip over there, we should take advantage and have some people. Because I know you you particularly want this DJ. I want, yes. For my 2023 guest, other than Jesse Reyes, um, <laughs> I absolutely would love to have DJ P Nasty on this motherfucking platform. Mm-hmm. Um. She, I don't know her personally. Uh, but she follows you. Yeah. So it's a possibility. Correct. Um, I have been to her events before, but like, it's been like two, three years now, the last time I've been to her, one of her events, but I see them all the time and I'm like, oh my God, I wish I was there. Like, it's so lit. And I be telling her all the time, like, we're going to go, we're going to go, we're going to go. And I don't know where we're going to be next year for Pride, but we're going to be at her event for sure. Yeah, maybe we'll make an appearance. <laughs> yes, but I think it would be awesome to have her on the platform and kind of yeah. just share her. Is she Hispanic? I'm not sure. I feel like she looks like she could be, but she could also be Her white. and her girl been together for like ever. Mm-hmm. They be holding each other down. I I just think it would be nice to get, uh, you know, just a look or have them share their experience in like the entertainment business you know because it's really not that easy especially as a woman Mm -hmm. um to be in entertainment or let alone a dj DJ. yeah and And the fact that she hosts so many events a lot of people of color yeah so yes that that's also a big part of it because there's a lot of female djs but they do like some really big events and i think that they're gonna start doing them in other places other than cali but i could be making that up um but yeah i would love to have her yeah that would be awesome say but listen that is the goal for the new year is to do some traveling and do it with the podcast yeah like we we want to travel to see people and we're just gonna make it work yeah Mm -hmm. 
I mean, it'll give us opportunity to not only be in areas and mm-hmm. like travel within mm-hmm. the areas we want to go, but also while we're there, um, you know, we'll take advantage of interviewing some guests and yeah. having some people. Yeah. Um, the, <laughs> somebody one time was in our comments. It was like, come to Arizona. I would love what to about go to Arizona. I would love to see you and, and, um, What's the other John? The girl show. Yeah, you and the you guys and the girl show collaborate <laughs> um, with what's her name with Leslie and and Gerald. Is that her name? I just don't want to fuck up nobody's name. <laughs> I know who they are, but I don't want to fuck up nobody's yeah. name. But yeah, um, it'd be nice to make that collab happen. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some some collabs are easier than others because, again, we're so far. Um, yeah. And that is that is definitely a collaboration we don't want to do virtually. That is one to be had in person for sure. Yeah. Sometimes you just need that in-person interaction. Then it also gives us an excuse to travel somewhere and make a trip out of it. So... Big facts. Yeah. So what do you feel like our most improvement was? I think um obviously the the quality got better regarding the audio, regarding the visuals. Um like now that we have like a little room, studio, whatever, uh, just for that has been a blessing because setting blessing. up and breaking down is just so tragic. Um and I think our our topics are like improving for the most part, I would say. But we've had we have had a lot of episodes that aren't like LGBTQ focused. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if people like that. I don't know if people want us to go back to like, all right, let's learn more about like LGBTQ, which I'm so down for. Obviously, this is what the podcast is about. But we definitely want to hear like what you guys want to hear. Like, give us some ideas. Um, sometimes you guys message us and I do add it to like a list. So we just have to keep, um, keep on doing that. Yeah. Don't stop the family meeting. Like we don't want to stop the family meeting. So don't stop, you know, emailing us and yeah, yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. it does take us some time. We're only two people, but we enjoy them when we do get to Mm them. Um, but yeah, I would say our biggest improvement, cause I feel like our, our audio and our, and our visual um is always uh, still a work in progress yeah for sure um but it has definitely gotten better since before mm-hmm. and i think one of the main um support systems that we've had um has been we still like each other the podcast oh yeah um steph and travis have been a tremendous help mm-hmm. in guiding us in the directions that allow our um, audio and like visuals to be improved. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had many <laughs> hard times, hardships with editing. Mm-hmm. And um, I do think like, you know, their suggestions mm-hmm. have have been a big help to us. They're kind of like, you know, our older siblings, so to say. Yeah. You know, we kind of run mm-hmm. to them like, hey. Or sometimes we just run to them to like that. Yeah. Like, oh, we yeah. did this podcast and this is what happened. Or like, we don't feel too confident about this. Or mm-hmm. we don't feel like this. Or like, this brand hit us up. What do you think? Or this other podcast wants us to be on their podcast. Like, we had a really big podcast reach out to us. um, And they wanted us on their show. And we didn't respond because we... All right. I feel like... 
it's amazing to go on a big on a big podcast and obviously interact and meet with other people and obviously have more listeners you know from from just that one show however we don't want to go on a show and just get like humiliated by men mm-hmm. we don't want to be asked weird questions we don't want to be asked dumb questions and like sometimes it's funny and, and whatever but if we're at that level and clearly we are not at that level because we don't know each other and in this podcast they had this guy and he's like everything that he says is a problem he'll say like just machismo shit and i'm like yeah i don't know the way that he communicates we might fight so i don't think we should go on that environment i "I don't think we should go on that podcast like you know even though it would be some great like leverage and obviously we'll get more listeners but Sometimes you just got to say no to some opportunities. Yeah. I'm about to say it's just a matter of like, you know, just avoiding a, a situation. Mm-hmm. Um, for all we know, it could it, it could be not that bad and it might turn out great. But it's like it, I don't think we're in a space where we think like it's it's that great of a, of a we're risk not that or desperate. chance to take. And we're also just not that desperate to... Yeah. To go on a show just because they have numbers. No shade though. We're good for them. But yeah, honestly, like I said, Travis and Steph have been great help. And I think that is honestly one of the biggest, they are one of the biggest blessings we've had throughout this entire podcast journey. Because believe it or not, we met them around the time we had just started. Yeah, it was probably like we were under. February, no? February. It was in March. Yeah, we were like under ten episodes, mm-hmm. and I found them randomly, and then I just started listening to their podcast, and I was like, "Oh, like I could relate to Stephanie a lot." And then they had put something out like, "Oh, like we're taking guests or whatever," and then I sent them like a submission, letting them know who we are and blah blah blah. And the day of our recording, it was raining OD. Mm-hmm. It was like raining. It was snowing, and we had to wake up early and drive like almost two hours and i was like we already set this up so we're just gonna go it was the best thing we ever did (laughs) i was like i don't even care and we found parking quick yeah which is like unheard of when we met travis it was just good vibes the episode was good and right after we went out to eat and it was a good trip yeah that collaboration was definitely meant to happen Mm -hmm. so thank y'all if you're watching in love you much (laughs) Got to see you soon. But yeah, um, so what do you feel like your your most or least favorite moments were? Um, I don't really have no least favorite moments, honestly. I feel like there's nothing that I've said that has got me canceled yet. Not that I, <laughs> that I know of. I mean, until yeah. I get to talk when I start talking about like the biphobia and shit. Mm-hmm. Um. But no, like, I feel like this is me. I'm being my truest self on the podcast. And that's, I came in with those intentions. I didn't want to come in as this high pass person when in reality, I'm super chill. So it's like, you you either like it or you don't. And that's it. So I, I wouldn't really change anything. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. I feel like we, we we're going to grow. And I think that as we continue doing this, our are like we're gonna have different opinions on things Mm -hmm. and that's okay that just means that we're like growing yeah um 
And yeah, what about you? I feel like that's something to appreciate, though. Well, is like, again, the difference in opinion. Like, mm-hmm. for me and you, at the end of the day, like, me and you are the one going back and forth here talking, mm-hmm. and we won't receive the feedback until later mm-hmm. to even know everyone else's, you know, mm-hmm. turn of events. And I feel like having all that was the main purpose of this as well was to gain perspective from other you know mm-hmm. parts of the room and right. you know i've gained a lot of perspective from you and i talk to you every day and the more that we get into each podcast and discuss the topics at hand it's like it's not like oh we haven't talked about it but i think you know we become more in depth right and it just i like it it brings mm-hmm. it brings a lot of things to light that mm-hmm is real and authentic because half the time the, some of the shit that we say be news to us yeah. and we're like hold up what'd you say yeah yeah so that's been fun mm-hmm. um but i have to say that other than you know having these conversations with you um i think that my favorite part i don't really think that i have my least favorite Part of this whole thing was the struggle we went through. But just when I was talking about the struggle, my fucking memory card was full. (laughs) Anyway. Shit. Nah, but I have to say that um, my favorite memories was having the guests. Oh, yeah. Bringing on other uh, other people to share their side of their story. Mm -hmm. You know, Um, we've had a we've been very lucky to have the people that we had from the people closest to me, mm-hmm. to people we didn't even know. And the fact that other than us reaching out to people to be a part of the platform, um, we also had people who reached out to us on their own saying, I would love, like, I have some things to share. And I think it would, you know, the people in your platform would receive it, you yeah. know, well. So I think... That has been fun. It's mm-hmm. been fun to have those conversations with, you know, the guests that we've had and for them to tell us their story. Yeah. Um, it just allowed our listeners to really relate to people other than us to mm-hmm. realize that it's not just us. You know, right. it's not just me and her and it's not just me and you that go through the things that we go through or experience the things that we experience. It's everybody. Yeah. So that was my fave. Shout out to all our previous guests. Love you much. <laughs> we've created some good vibes on and off camera. Yeah. I think we've been very lucky with that too. Mm-hmm. I don't think that we've had an an awkward moment or an off vibe with any of the people we were lucky enough to collaborate with. Yeah, literally. Very yeah. blessed for that because I don't, I can't do First awkward. Of all, I don't do like I don't do awkward. Yeah, like, she's, I don't a, that's, she's the she's the small talk. That's why I be like, go it's ahead, not, babe, you got it. It's not even small talk, but it's just like I like to greet people with a hug. I like to be like, how was the drive? How are you? You want something to drink? Oh, the you need to say hi to the dogs. The dogs gonna keep barking unless you say hi to them. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, show them the podcast studio. Let them know where they're sitting ask like a few questions but i don't like to ask too many questions because i want to make sure we get it on the podcast the pod, yeah um but yeah i don't do awkward like if you're gonna come into this house there's no awkward vibes if you need a shot we're gonna give you a shot <laughs> we got I think you. we took did we take a shot with Kealo ilani i think so yeah 
<laughs> she was a little nervous, but she did really good. So yeah. nothing yeah. to be nervous about. Yes. Um, but yeah. All right, so what are we taking into the new year? What are we leaving behind in the new year? And what do we have upcoming for this new year? We're leaving the ums and the likes, <laughs> hopefully. Yeah. Um, look at yeah. me saying um. But, yeah, I we're, think. We're leaving all the haters behind, too. Yeah, we're leaving the haters behind. All the men like, that be in the comments chit-chatting. Yeah, like, it is what it is, like, the more hate, the more interaction we get, I guess. Mm-hmm. So doesn't bother me. Um, what else? That's what we're leaving behind. And what are we taking with us? Hopefully all you beautiful listeners. Right. Hopefully you guys will continue to follow us right. on this journey into the new year mm-hmm. and growing this platform. It is nothing, absolutely nothing without all you beautiful souls. Mm-hmm. And I hope to like meet more of you in 2023 yes like we've met some of you in 2022 but i hope to like meet even more of you in 2023 so that i guess that goes in on what we plan to achieve in the upcoming year yeah obviously we talked about the merch and we did start the merch but not sure if we said it on the podcast or on patreon but in 2023 we're gonna start uh hopefully doing our own merch um because we found that there are a lot of things that there's just a lot of issues when you work with third-party vendors and we want more control with our designs. We want more control with our shipping. We want mm-hmm. more control with just like the personalization, like yes. all of that. So in 2023, we hope to, you know, have more merch. We're going to try to start small and see um, see how we like it, see how that goes, see what we could handle. Because as y'all know, we're very, very busy people. We also got to think about ourselves and our relationship. Um, so yeah, I mean, we appreciate everyone who's already bought from us and who's already supported us because every single dollar, every single cent is being saved and that's going to help us with, you know, having just like better quality, having, we would love to have like two cameras when we have guests here, like Mm -hmm. things like that and getting better mics and things like that. So everything that like every every cent that you guys have put into us and into this podcast is we're we're basically putting it back into the podcast um yes so yeah, for those of wait. you with all the free love and support yeah very much appreciated right. the views the downloads like i still can't believe that a couple thousand people will listen to us yes i'm like yo the stats are crazy I'm like, oh my God, like <laughs> someone's listening to my voice, like as they're driving, as they're working out, as they're running errands and doing chores. And it's so crazy. Like I, sometimes I wonder like, what do people think? And they, you guys tell us what you think in the comments, but yeah, if you're listening, give us a damn rating y'all, because if we had as many ratings as we had as downloads, yeah. Spotify will be knocking on our way. door. Like, Hey. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, the support and and the Mm -hmm. simple share likes and comments, you know, we don't need really the money. You know, at the end of the day, we we started with our own money. We'll keep going with our own money. Um, You know, having your guys support through just interaction alone goes a long way for us. And, you know, when you put in to us how we put in back, you know, for y'all, it will go a long way in just allowing 
more doors to open for us. Right. Um, that's really what I or what we would love mm-hmm. to achieve in the new year is to potentially, you know, like she said, reaching out to brands and seeing, you know, what we can make happen and ways to collaborate with just other people, other influencers, other, uh, other influencers, mm-hmm. God bless, um, creators, you know, anything that would help this platform to move up right. in reality. Um, mm-hmm. And most importantly, I would love to, she said it, meet more of you listeners, you know, but not even just like a meet. I just, to set a, a I don't want to say a party, but to like have a, yeah. an event of mm-hmm. some sort at some point, you yeah. know, I think that would be awesome to have that space mm-hmm. where we can all come face to face, you know? Yeah. Would y'all be down to have like a live show or like a party of queer Latinas or maybe like a mix of both? Like we could do a live show and then after the live show, whoever wants to stay and you know. party, we could party. Right. Um, I don't know. It's things that we've thought about and things that we need and things that we hope to to happen in the future. Yeah. So that's about it, y'all. Yeah. That's our recap for the year. Um, I'm sure we left some things out, but it's okay because we'll just talk about it in the new year. You know, right. things just don't go away and disappear by January 1st. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. I think that's about it. Yeah, me too. Mm-mm. All right. Well... I guess we're gonna get into this family meeting for y'all. The last one is the 2022 year. So I'm dating a new girl and it's great. Everything is fine, but I'm concerned because we don't have sex as much as we did in the beginning. And it's because of me. It's not that I'm not horny ever. I just get super nervous when she wants to have sex and I don't. She respects my nose and doesn't pressure me to do more, but I can tell she wants to do more and is sometimes insecure about it. I want to do I want to do it more, but I can't get over my anxiety that comes with having sex. What do I do? <sighs> tragic tragic because I feel like I could relate to this. Um, not to make it, not to make it about me or whatever, but, um, I definitely understand where you're coming from with the whole, like having anxiety, but like we say a hundred million times, you have to communicate these things. Like, um, like I've been going through a rough time with my period. Maybe this will be an episode where we talk about like health and stuff, but basically I was diagnosed with endometriosis, but like the latest the latest stage, which means that, you know, I had to get surgery and I have to get another surgery soon. Um, and just having all of that and having these like painful periods and long periods was kind of getting in the way of me and Jojo. But I would communicate this with her consistently. Like, this is what's going on. Like, it's not that I want to. It's just literally bleeding all the damn time and it hurts. And you really just have to be very open with your partner like they're also obviously a female so they understand where you're coming from when it comes to like these issues that we have like our vagina is so sensitive bro like so sensitive sometimes and like any little thing could just throw your levels off you know um but i think you need to get down to like what is making you anxious like i think that's like the bigger discussion is like 
what is what is it about sex that's making you anxious did something happen in the past did you ever have like an embarrassing moment with a different partner um are you just anxious because you feel like well i don't really know what i'm doing because all of this could be talked about like mm-hmm. you know like your partner's not gonna if if they're really like a, a good partner and they're about you they're not gonna make you feel like shit for you communicating what is it that's giving you anxiety yeah um if anything, it'll just allow them to understand mm-hmm. in depth of what it is that is not allowing you to be intimate. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely agree with her. I think uncovering the, you know, things that, or, you know, whatever it is that's uh, creating mm-hmm. this anxiety, um, trying to understand that yourself can go a long way and it'll help your partner to understand. Mm-hmm. So I think... That's basically what has to happen. Obviously, yeah. like you said, she respects you and your nose. Um, and as a good partner should and will, you know, she's going to continue. But I think after some point, it it is going to be frustrating. Mm-hmm. And I think that you expressing, you know, the whys and hows and what's of yeah. that anxiety that's being caused, mm-hmm. not allowing you to be intimate will go a long way. So yeah, just uncover that uncover that situation. Next question. All right. Me and my girlfriend have been dating for 10 months. One of my biggest issues in our relationship is the fact that she's best friends with people she has sexual relations with. However, they're men. We've discussed about the situation many times uh, for her to reassure me that she is only gay and that they're only friends. Despite that, I still feel very uncomfortable whenever they're around. I still don't know how to feel about it. And she broke up with me fighting over it this one time. You know what's crazy? What? Is that I had dated someone who was like friends with the dude she used to fuck. I did date someone who was friends not like besties or whatever, but they would hang out with the same friend group and stuff. So they would be together. She used to be together with this guy she used to mess around with. And I mean, he wasn't an ugly looking guy. And I think like that makes it even harder is when they're actually a decent looking person, you know, fairly attractive. You're just like, all right, like, you know, that's, it's bound to happen type shit. Mm -hmm. Um, But it did used to bother me. Because it was like, I, I didn't say nothing initially, but eventually I was just like, I think I, it, it stopped bothering me when I realized how corny he was. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, oh, wow. Like, who uh-huh. who would want to smash that? Yeah, like, this man is corny. Um, but it, it was a sense of security only because, again, like, you know, you had that relationship before. What? And I feel like guys... Not all guys, but some guys don't have boundaries. Like, at the end of the day, they don't take women-on-women relationships serious. So, it's like, oh, yeah, you you got a girlfriend, but, you know, she ain't going to pipe you down like me type shit. Like, they don't have that sense of respect. So, I think it's it's a little bit harder. Yeah. And it's just... And it's crazy because he ended up trying to kick it to the, to the girl eventually. And she ended up telling me, like, sometime after... And she was like, basically, I guess they used to mess around back when he used to have a girl. 
and then he tried to do it with her. Yeah, girl. And then it was like, yeah, I was like, like, oh wow. So I had every. So in reality, I had every reason to feel that that mm-hmm. non-comfortable, you know, that uncomfortable position. Like, all yeah. right, so. No, I don't like shit like this. Like we we talked about this in the previous episode. I'm about like, to say I now it correlates. Understand. Now it kind of makes sense uh-huh. when you say it like that. But in the other episode, I like I get it in this what do you in think this DMs view are? in this aspect. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I don't take that shit serious. The DM yeah, is a DM. But like guys, just some guys Dili. really have no fucking respect. And then yeah. what pisses me off about this is that she broke up with her. Yeah. Like, instead of reassuring your partner and making them feel comfortable and possibly cutting off this best friend you have, you instead break up with them. Like, I feel like, if anything, maybe this really isn't the person for you because it all comes with boundaries. Like, if your partner can't form these boundaries and then has the audacity to break up with you, I would be like, yeah, then I guess... It's just not gonna work because this is something. This is something that's gonna continue bothering you. Um, and I really don't believe in the whole being best friends with your ex, especially if it's a guy. I guess it depends because <laughs> JoJo's best friends were her ex, but <laughs> I feel like with guys, they just have no respect. Like you said, like they. I don't know, like like you said, they don't really take female relationships serious. Like I feel like if anything, all they do is is damage. Yeah. Yeah. I understand maybe being like um not best friends, like someone that I don't know, you talk to maybe once a month or whatever the case is, but I don't think you need to be best friends with them. Yeah. I don't think that it was, I like breaking up with you the first time around. I think like that's a sense of, I think maybe people see it as, oh, well, you have trust issues. So it's like, why? I don't give you a reason to not trust me. Why? Like, I'm not putting up with that. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I think, you know, you got to listen to your partner. You got to realize, okay, is it trust issues? Like, Am I paying for trust issues that I didn't give you? Or is it just the honest fact that, like, you just don't feel comfortable with it? We have to validate each other's feelings and thoughts, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying, like, it's always, like, we should be able to tell each other when we're wrong, when it's just not okay, mm-hmm. you know? But at the same time, we have to validate because what we feel is what we feel and what we think is, like, we're all different. Yeah. And we have to understand that, like, not, as I said in the last episode, not everything's common sense. Not mm-hmm. everything clicks for everybody, you know? Yeah. It's just, we all come from a different background, different mm-hmm. experiences, you know? And we, the ways we, the way we handle things is always going to yeah. be different. And if you're not on the same level and you don't communicate to why mm-hmm. it, it's the certain way that it is, we're never going to understand each other. And it's always going to be an issue and a problem. Yeah. And it's always gonna be your your very first instinct to be like, well, I don't I don't want to deal with that. Let me break up with this person. Like, no. Yeah. No. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. I'm not a fan. Yeah. So what you <laughs> feel is valid. And if she can't get with it, then let her break up with you again. Right. Let her go. If she doesn't want to listen, then she don't gotta listen. Yeah, I agree. Ooses. Anyway. Hey. That sums up our family meeting, y'all. 
again, I hope you guys enjoy your holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, getting all the love and gifts that you want. Don't forget to be there for the people who don't have the ones closest to them. You know, we got to take care of each other. Mm-hmm. So love you guys lots. And Merry yes. Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Be deuce, safe. Deuce. Mother Goose. Bye.